What's up, y'all? This is Lex. Thank you for coming back to the Grown Folks Podcast, where we talk about real, raw, grown folks shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Grown Folk Podcast. Uh, Happy holidays. And, you know, this is where we get into it once again. So let's get into it. Hell yeah. What you got for me, babe? So, first of all, I want to start off by saying we took a little break to move. We just moved to L.A., um and for the holidays of course so once again happy holidays everybody i hope y'all had a very great um holiday time whatever holiday that was and happy new year because tomorrow's new year's eve we about to bring in 2022 in vegas what this shit about to be (laughs) crazy like 2022 is going to be the year that everybody's gonna look back on and be like that was the year where my life changed I'm putting that on all y'all. Man, for real. I think it's a shift coming. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a shift. I can feel it in me bones. <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's get into it. So today we are doing childhood part two. And we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We're just going to let it flow today. We're talking about alcohol and drug abuse. We're talking about things that we remember from our childhood. we just having a good old conversation. And you know what I'm saying? Let's get into it. Yeah, what's the first question? All right, so with today being about drug and alcohol abuse, um, I did want to go ahead and say that Court and I stopped drinking and smoking for two months now. Yeah, for two months, two months now. We are, I mean, we didn't have like a problem or anything, but it's something that we decided to like delete from our lives. Hey, I like you know that. What I'm saying? <laughs> delete. And, uh, yeah, so we've been sober completely for two months now. I feel great, babe. Me too. I think quarantine, like, really, I blame it on quarantine. Oh, God. I blame it on quarantine because, you know, I wasn't like this before, you know? I mean, yeah. it was like an occasional type of, you know, celebration type of thing, but it just became kind of like a, a routine yeah, almost. I mean, was. it wasn't, you know some like a problem or anything but it was it was time to challenge ourselves for sure yeah definitely i i feel like for me i keep saying it wasn't a problem but it was a problem to me yeah, because it is. i felt like i was drinking more than i've ever drank before like yeah. like you said quarantine i really got you know down i was bored there was nothing to do mm-hmm. you know and i i was just drinking to feel that that time yeah and smoking and stuff and um so yeah it it definitely was a problem and i felt like i was just getting to a point where i didn't want to be anymore so Mm -hmm. we both decided that it was time for us to make a change and completely just stop yeah so we bring it into new year's sober y'all 2022 is a sober year Boredom had me in a chokehold. What? That's all I wanted to say. Well, I was so bored. Yeah, it's, it wasn't cool. But I'm not even going to cap because this is something that don't nobody talk about. And I'm going to say it. Nobody tells you how boring your life gets when you're trying to get your life together. <laughs> like, it sounds terrible. And I'm that's yeah. not to discourage anybody from getting their life together because it's a great thing once you learn how to fill those voids with the negative things that you used to do. Um, but... You take away drinking, you take away smoking, you take away spending money when you're trying to save some. And what you got left? You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Your thoughts. Exactly. So you, it's very boring. And now we're we're trying to learn how to plug those holes with positive, you know, enriching, like... Habits. Yeah, (laughs) habits. Uh, Um, Trying to get healthy, eat healthy, exercise. Listen, if y'all got any uh, activity... um, 
suggestions, let me know because I'm struggling over here. Yeah, I'm down for anything at this point. Fly fishing? Ain't that what you said <laughs> yeah, last fly time? Fishing. Fly fishing? Dude, all I know how to do is clean right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything this house, in this so house is spotless. You know me? We done cleaned this house 83 times today. And only been here in a week. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. <laughs> all right. So, getting into the drug and alcohol abuse, I know that um, us getting there with our mindsets, like, did drug and alcohol abuse affect your childhood? Is that something that you grew up around? Yeah. I mean, I grew up around it. I didn't... It's it's one of subconscious things. Like, you thought it was kind of normal. Yeah. That, uh, oh, the adults, they ain't they in the kitchen. They're playing cards. They're doing that. That's adult time. That's, that's grown folk business. You know what I'm right. saying? And you become a grown folk. And you realize, like, that is not grown folk business. Like, that is, like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Alcoholic business. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> that's just be real. I mean, they was, they, was had, they was living it up. Like, but, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, the way to live. Yeah. But I feel like, for me, I definitely, it's something that was um, a part of my childhood. Um, and I feel like it, it taught me that that was the only way to have fun. Mm-hmm. Was, to get drunk or high, mm-hmm. like with other people, exactly. In a social setting, like you, you sad, drink, drink. and smoke. You happy, drink right. and smoke. Something good happen, let's party. Yeah. Drink and smoke. You know yeah, what I mean? No, you have to separate your coping mechanisms from your your celebrations. Exactly, and every celebration shouldn't be getting shit faced. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it should just be little little think that ain't you know. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that really was uh, a struggle for me learning how to have fun in other ways. Um, than getting drunk and high. Dude, I'm just now learning that too. Man, like, same. just now. Yeah, for real. Like, and... I'm a grown up for real. Okay, a grown folk. Hey. I'm a grown folk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, it definitely was something that, uh, a reason why I wanted to change too because yeah. my parents, um, going down the road that they've went down, they both struggled with drug and alcohol addiction and a part of my child, like, it, it destroyed my childhood. It mm-hmm. was something that had a very heavy impact. When both of your parents have an addiction mm-hmm. and you're in that household, it really, like, you go one of two ways. Either you follow in their footsteps or you go the exact opposite way. Yep. And for me, I always told myself that I would be the opposite of that. And mm-hmm. when I started drinking, the way that I was drinking, it made me have a wake-up call, like, you going down that path. Like, yeah. you don't wake the fuck up and, like, stop doing what you're doing in five years, you're going to look back and be like, I should have got my shit together. Yeah. Or, and, you know, you never know where it might go. So that really, I'm thankful that I had those experiences as a child because it, I wasn't going into it blind. Right. I wasn't going into it like, oh, well, if I just keep drinking, ain't nothing going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know what will happen. Yep. I've seen what will happen. So for me, it really, it helps me be a better person. Yeah, see, so, my, my experience wasn't like that. It was kind of like secondary thinking, almost like, yeah, I've seen it. It was always around, but it wasn't, like, that heavy. Right. Yeah. So, I think that's why I, I got sucked into it. Like, mm-hmm. I was, you know, 19 or whatever, drinking every night, you know? Yeah. Drinking and smoking every night. Had had people over all the time, going out, drinking, and, and just, it was bad yeah. when I was younger. You know, I slowed down a lot, and then, it's, it, it, I don't know, it was time for a change. I feel you. I, I got sucked into it. I would say, too, another thing that really, like, made me look at drinking differently was, like, once I started doing research on it and oh, yeah. seeing how much, like, alcohol 
and shit like ages your brain mm-hmm. and that like took me for a loop it i was like oh hell it no it affects everything yeah everything especially your brain right it, it scared me for everything. real i want to be healthy i want to be I want to be that person that's 60 years yeah. old, still exactly. up kicking. I don't want to look 60 when I'm 60. I don't want right. to feel 60 when I'm 60 or yeah. when I'm 40. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't want to like, I feel like also drinking like that was taken away from my life experiences. Yeah. Like, I mean, how can you live an experience if you, if you can't remember it tomorrow? I was thinking you know? about, yeah, exactly. I was thinking about that the other day too. Like, you know, you. When you're drinking, well, this is for me, anyways. Yeah. When I was drinking, or I would start drinking during the day, I'd be like, "Dang, I could have went to the gym if I wasn't, if I didn't start drinking." Right. I can go outside and skateboard right now if I didn't start drinking. You know what I mean? So it was, it was literally taken away. I was like, "Dude, I I can't even go swimming and get a little exercise and some fun." Yeah. Because I've been drinking. Exactly. It was just, ooh, it was a mental cage. Yeah, but I also feel like a lot of it had to do with depression yeah we were we were depressed but now we're in therapy we're doing our good work or whatever and this is not to say that if you're drinking or whatever it's not saying it's a completely bad thing yeah you know what i'm saying it's all in moderation but you know i'm saying just for us i felt like it was time to make that change and you know live a sober life yeah it helps that we do it together too um yeah i was gonna say also like what was your um like you said, your journey, like you were drinking every day, mm-hmm. like from 19 on up, mm-hmm. not every day on up, but yeah. you know, um, what was the point for you where you realized that you wanted to stop? Uh, shoot. I think, you know, just my mom being sick, like she, like when I was in high school, she started like having medical problems and I think that's that's the reason I did start drinking, you know, mm. just kind of get away from all that. But then I was like, yo, you know, I don't want to be like that when I get older. So I had, there was a point in time, like right before I met you, it was a point in time where I was vegan for like a whole year. And first of all, I felt great, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But um, that was that was really, that was around the time of my breaking point where I was like, you know what? I don't want to be like that. I want to push my body. I want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see how far my body can go. Yeah. And then I slip right back into it. You know what I mean? Like right. it's You got to keep up with it. You got to have that, that mindset. You got to want it. Yeah. You really have to want it for yourself. You can't just, you can walk around all day and be like, oh, I want to stop drinking. I want to be vegan. I want to work out. You can say that all day long. Right. You gotta but, push some but is you going to do it? Right. Yeah. How bad do you want it? Yeah. So, that. and then lately, you know, I don't know what it, I just been having like a mental battle for the longest and I'm I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm tired. So I just decided to fucking do it. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like I was the same way like I would say like when I was younger after I had uh Noel, I was 18 and I went through postpartum depression really bad. Yeah. And I it was there. I was stay, I was in the hood, like everybody was drinking, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Those were the people that I was friends with, you know what I'm saying? So I just started drinking too, you know. I never really had drank like that. I had drank a little bit, but not like that. But I started drinking heavy around that time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. And I didn't drink for a very long time. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. None of that mm-hmm. for a long time. And then it's probably like a couple years ago when I was going through a lot of shit. I picked it back up. Quarantine. 
Yeah. <laughs> <For> <laughs> I, I blame like, it on quarantine, man. I was like, man, damn. You know, it's it's, it was almost like a, it, it definitely was a coping mechanism for me because it seems like I'm a very loud and vivacious and out of the box type of person, which I am, but well, I, I say, yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm socially awkward as fuck. Yeah, like when too. I get around people, like if the vibe ain't hitting right or I just feel uncomfortable, even in the slightest bit, I would be like, okay, if I drink, I can open up and mm-hmm. start talking to people. Yeah. So I would always drink in a social setting to like open myself up and, you know, to have fun. I feel like in order to have fun, I had to drink. Yeah, that's the thing, man. So now I'm getting to the point where I realized the reason I wasn't having fun in those situations because I didn't want to be around those people. Yeah. I didn't want to be in that setting and I was drinking to make myself feel like I wanted to be Ooh, there. Ooh, that's deep. Right. That's deep. So that's a plot twist right there. If I can't be around you when I'm sober, there's a reason. There's a reason. That. So there you go. Yeah. I, um, I definitely feel like I'm glad that we're doing this sober journey together. Me too. And, uh, being holy. Me too, because I would have relapsed by now. I ain't even gonna cap. Yeah. This is hard. For real. Especially with being in, like, a, a totally different career, you know, not knowing what's next. and Yeah, being out here all by ourselves. Dude, it's crazy. It's been hard. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, this transition of moving across country and, um, you know. Starting over. Starting over. Like, this, this journey of... You know, you don't know when money's coming. It's not like a regular... This is not like a regular job. This is not like a, oh, I get paid every week, every two weeks. You might not get paid for two months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doing this. You gotta make it work. You just gotta keep working the whole time and hope. Yeah. You wish it on a prayer. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Being out here by ourselves, I feel like definitely, you know, caused us to, you know, just be a little stressed, a little depressed, but we're getting where we need to be. You know, I'm proud of us for taking this leap, but... I do want to keep things light for this one because last podcast was very heavy and emotional and I'm not going to cry this time. You're not going to cry this time. <laughs> so let's shake it up and let's um, let's talk about some good things from our childhood. Okay. And so I want to ask, what was one of your favorite memories or your funniest memories or both from your childhood? From my childhood? Favorite or funny? Um, yeah. I got to think on this one. I had a lot of weird moments. <laughs> I mean, some things, you know, I look back and I'm like, damn, that was embarrassing. But yeah. it's funny now. <laughs> you know, like this one time I was giving a pre- um, a presentation and <laughs> <laughs> I peed on myself. No, no, not peed. During the presentation and yeah, now looking back. It, it's funny, but when when it was happening, oh my god, it was so traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, that was stupid. I really could just went to the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't want to abandon my team. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I feel like I had like a duty to do. <laughs> you get it? A duty. <laughs> yeah. I might have another one later though. So was that like the most embarrassing thing that happened to you as a child? Mm, maybe. I, I can't even think of anything embarrassing, but when I think about, like, one of the weirdest or, you know, the funniest funny. things that happened to me, it was my sister. My sister was always almost dying. Oh, my God. And I always right. had to save her from death. Like, it was always me and my sister by ourselves. And I remember this one time, we were at my aunt's house, my Aunt Mabel, and it was the winter time, so she had a pool outside, but it was green. Oh, because no. Because, of course, it's the wintertime. Nobody's swimming in it yeah. or whatever. 
So my sister was right there. She had to be like five, six years old. And I had to go get something from in the house. And she didn't want to come with me. So I was like, do not touch that pool. Don't go near that pool. <laughs> don't touch the pool. <laughs> like, don't even look at the pool. So I go inside, and I as soon as I hit the door, all I hear is splash, splash, splash. I'm like, oh, hell no. I know this girl. Mm. Did not. I run outside. All I see is a little hand flop out the uh, pool. Oh, my God. And she's splashing. I had to jump in there. All that algae. There was frogs Ew. in there and everything. I had to jump in there and save this girl. I was so mad. But now it's hilarious because I'm like, you know, you was always trying to kill yourself. Okay. But that, Oh what? what Dee Dee, if you listening, you owe your sis about about five G's right For now. Real? Well, I saved her life like fifty times, bro. And it was this other time where we we was at the house by ourselves, and we all of our family lives like on one road. Yeah. Once we moved with my grandma, and so I'm in the house. I'm watching SpongeBob. Oh, I remember this one. And okay, so my sister, we would leave the house and we'd go down like to my aunt's house or yeah. something. So my sister went outside. I'm not thinking nothing about it because nobody ever comes down that road, nothing. It was cool for us to be outside by ourselves. And so it like 30 minutes passed. I'm still watching SpongeBob. I'm like, damn, where this girl go? It's summertime now. So I, I stick my head outside. I'm like, Dee Dee, Dee Dee. And all I hear is a little, <laughs> like, I'm like, what the, where, where the fuck is this girl at? I'm creeping around. I get closer to the car outside and I hear some little bang, bang, bang. Your girl done got in the trunk and locked herself in there. I opened the trunk. As soon as I opened, she, like, popped out like a jack-in-the-box and, like, attacked Yo, me. How did she get in the <laughs> trunk? I have no idea. But she could have died. Like, it was, like, 90 yeah. degrees outside, and it's July. In yeah, South Carolina, yeah. it's humid out there. I had no idea how long she had been in there. Dude. But it was it's hilarious now. I mean, she almost died, but but was straight. the SpongeBob episode good? <laughs> oh, that SpongeBob episode was smacking. Well, I couldn't even stop. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong for that. That's scary, dude. Oh god, yeah, it was scary. But she had a death wish, boy. I'm no, this you. one time, my sister fell off the back of a, a four wheeler. Yeah, I thought she was dead, bro. Oh my god, no, everybody I think got that's... a four wheeler story. <laughs> really though, for real. No, I don't, god. I don't, I don't personally have one, but you don't have one. Bro. I mean, okay, I used to fall asleep everywhere. Now, now that's now that's the weird thing about my childhood. You can ask my mama. She'll tell you in a heartbeat. But, with an attitude, too. Yeah. I used to fall asleep at the table, on the stairs, on the tractor, the four-wheeler. Can I tell you something? What? You still do that as an adult. You still <clears throat> fall asleep I'm everywhere. better at it thanks to energy drinks. And coffee. Yeah. But you still fall asleep in and everywhere. Okay, since we've been together, where's the weirdest place? That I fell asleep. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think. In Miami on the train? Oh my god, yes, dude. We was like we was on the train for like two seconds. No, we was not. Yes, we was. No, it wasn't. We was on there for like a half a lifetime. Anyway, I no, swear y'all, it was I probably swear. like ten, fifteen minutes and your girl fell asleep. She be falling asleep everywhere. You can't watch a movie with this person <laughs> at all. Don't ever try to watch no movie with her because she's going to fall asleep. 100%. So. I'll be depending on you to, you know what I'm saying, look out for us. Nah, I ain't waking you up no more. Dude, if it, if, <laughs> if it was up to me, we'd be dead. You remember, where were we going? I think we was coming home from South Carolina. I, you left me with Noel, I think. And you and the girls went somewhere. And y'all was going for a minute. But I fell asleep. Oh, my God. Where was we at? We, we was in the, the airport. airport. 
Yes, I went I to go asleep. get them some chocolate milk or something, and you fell asleep. Yeah, they could have been gone. Terrible. Somebody could have snatched them up. Mm, you got to do better. I really think it's like... You got narcolepsy or something. I, for real, I really <laughs> need to go get a sleep test or something. I'm scared. So, that's so funny. So, speaking of siblings... Oh, God. What is the funniest story that you have of your siblings? So, first of all, I have an older sister, an older brother... And a younger sister. So, okay, so I'm the youngest, and little baby. I have four older siblings, but I only live with two. Mm-hmm. So, okay, okay. This one time, I got a couple stories because oh being the youngest sibling, it's just uh, I needed this podcast because <laughs> I need to get my fucking story across. You feel me? And um, so this one time we was prank calling people, right? Oh lord, my brother, going. I don't even know how it happened. I don't, I really don't know. Somebody dialed 911 and we hung our real fast. We was like, okay, we good. You know, we didn't mean to do it. You know, we wasn't on the phone that long or whatnot. So <clears throat> probably like 10, 15 minutes later, we see lights coming through the window. Oh my God. Lights, like bright as lights. And then you hear... Boom, 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 boom. Uh-uh. The police. My mom was sleeping, everything. <gasps> she was so mad when I, boy, I can't even tell you what happened. I probably blacked out for my whooping because <laughs> I, I don't remember what happened. But everybody, the police officers were mad. They had to come out there and what, nothing going on. Boy, yeah, they y'all was mad. For they that. was mad. But also, this one story, my siblings used to torture me, Okay. <laughs> they used to like grab my legs and put them up by my head, and like I would, <laughs> you know how you do a baby when you try to get it to fart. That's what they would do to me, but I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe, and I'm like, can't breathe with your legs. Stop. I can't breathe, and they wouldn't stop. And then they would trap me under the covers, and I couldn't breathe. Like it was demons. It was demons. Bro, that's so, my brother was the same way. My older sister, bro, she used to... First of all, my sister used to always do my hair. My sister, Cece, always used to do my hair when I was growing up. But mm-hmm. she would act like she hated me. Mm. But I would always end up falling asleep around her somewhere. And she would always pick me up and take me to her bed to snuggle with me. Uh. And I would be playing asleep most of the time just so she would snuggle me. Uh. Uh-huh. Cece, if you listening, I got your ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then my older brother, man, boy, listen, he used to hate my ass. He used to beat me up every chance he got. And granted, he's six years older than me. One time, this is the only time I ever seen my grandma hit him. So we sitting in the car. I'm five years old at the time. And he didn't want me to touch his fucking seatbelt for some reason. He was like, don't touch my seatbelt. And me being me, I was like, oh, really? What, what you going to do about it? He was like, you touch my seatbelt, I'll punch you in the mouth. I said, touch? And he punched me in my mouth. He oh punched me God. right in my fucking face. Like, wham, over just punched me belt. over a seatbelt. Swear to God. My grandma turned around and slapped him so hard in his face, boy. I, I was crying because he punched me in the face. But inside, I was laughing so hard because he got smacked by my grandma. Oh, my That's God. That's ten times worse to get punched in the face. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, that was my favorite memory with them. Dude. And then my sister, oh, my God, Dee Dee. Don't even get me started on Dee Dee because, oh, my God, this girl. 
Yeah, I got stories for days. <sighs> when we was, like I said, it always used to just be me and Didi. Because my two older siblings, they lived with their mom. We got the same dad, but they got um, a different mom. Right. And so my sister, it was always just us by ourselves. So we was always alone. And so I used to play this game with her while, when I, I would act like she was invisible. <laughs> and you hated that. <laughs> I was the younger sibling, first of all, so I already know. Yeah. I hated that. Bro, it was so funny. I'm eight years older than my sister, for one. So she was probably like six. I don't, I don't even know. I was like 14. I couldn't have been that old. Anyways, so I would just go in the room, and I'd be like, dang, where's Didi at? I can't find Didi nowhere. So as the older sibling, you went in there fucking with her. No, she followed me everywhere. Oh, so I would just okay. go walk around the house and act like I was looking for her and be like, dang, where Didi at? I can't find Didi nowhere. She'd dang. be right beside me. And it would get to a point where she'd be like, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. She'd be punching me and crying. And I'm like, dang, that's so crazy. I feel something, but still can't find Didi. But she would be so mad, Maybe we should do that to the kids. That would be hilarious. They would kill us, though. I think Noel's too old. Yeah. He he wouldn't go for it. Oh, man. I don't know. We can try. We can try it. It would be funny. (laughs) 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 Bring back some memories. (laughs) Teach them a lesson. They don't know nothing about that. So, I do want to ask. Okay. Since we talking about... Our siblings and stuff, being bad, all that. Yeah, I was, a, I was the golden child. Getting in trouble at school. You being bad. Did you oh, ever get in trouble at school? God. Listen, I don't know where I get my attitude from. Okay, I'm going to tell you where I get my, my attitude from. I get it from my mom. I was about to say I could so, easily tell you. I, I blame that. her, okay? I was cursed with this attitude. So I always got well. Well, can we pause was, for one second because I just want to let the audience know y'all think Court is such this sweet little innocent character, I am. and she is not. I am. She is a diva. Continue with your attitude story. I'm a cute diva. You are that. Anyways, um, I didn't really get in much trouble. I was like really good in school. Not gonna lie. But when I got to middle school, my attitude started kicking in with, with my hormones. <sighs> I had this one class. I think it was sex ed. So we Not didn't really, yeah, we didn't really do anything in there. And my basketball coach taught the class. Ew. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, I had to catch up on some homework because y'all am a procrastinator. So I was like catching up on homework, studying for a test and stuff. And she kept picking at me like, yo, you know, put your binder away. Um, I'm, I'm going to call your mama, this, that, and the other. I'm like, yo, I'm just, I'm listening. I'm just trying to catch, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. not bothering nobody. I'm quiet and everything. Right. She kept picking at me, kept picking at me. I'm like, first of all, I already know what we're talking about. <laughs> you, you you keep stuttering. <laughs> like, I, you know, I can't listen. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. So she, she threatened to call my mom. I was like, go ahead, call. I don't care. Mind you, my mama worked third shift. So at this time, she was dead sleep. Okay? Mm. So I didn't think she was going to call her. So, because, you know, she left her alone. She didn't say nothing else to me. So I get in the car after school. My mom like, oh, you have a good day? I was like, yeah, it was straight. She was like, you got anything to tell me? I was like, no. You know? <laughs> I should have known then. I should have just spilt the beans then. And she was like, oh, really? Because your coach called me. You know, her oh, attitude started kicking in. And she was like, yeah, this, that, and the other. 
And I was just like, oh, man. I was like, mama, I was really just trying to study. And she just kept picking at me. And uh, I just, I didn't think she was going to call you for real. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. My mama went in. And I will never forget what she said. She said, basically, if I keep it up, she said, I'm going to knock a fucking hole through your face. Damn. Yeah. Well, I see you ain't yeah. got no hole in your face. So no. I guess you got and, your act together. Yeah, and I graduated, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Wait. I ain't getting no more trouble. I swear I didn't. That's so funny because I, I mean, I was a good kid as far as school. Like, I was really smart. Like, I'm still really smart. But, mm. like, book smart, school was so fucking easy to me. Mm. So, I talked a lot. Just like I talk now, like, literally, my teacher put on my report card one time. They was like, if I set Alexis next to a wall, she would talk to it. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, fuck you. I still got an A in your class, though. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So, I would get in trouble a lot for talking and cutting up a class. Like, I was a class clown a lot of the times. But I would always get A's. Like, I'd be like, so what is the problem? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're distracting the other students. I'm like, well, this other students should learn how to pay attention. I can sit here and talk <laughs> all day long. That's not my problem. I'm passing. You know what I'm saying? So I got trophy for that. And I, of course, <sighs> you know, when you talk a lot, you got a lot of mouth. So yeah. I would always get in fights and stuff like that. But I was always, like, academically great yeah, in school. Yeah. It was just I would always get in trouble for, like, fighting or getting into it with somebody. All this and that. And then... I didn't even graduate. I um I got kicked out in I got kicked out senior year. Two mm. weeks into my senior year I got kicked out. Dang. Fuck. I hated it. I was so mad, bro. I didn't get to go to my senior prom. I didn't get to go on a senior trip. I was mad as fuck. But I got my G D though. So shout out to my G D hey. folks. You know what I'm saying? I got my G D before I was even supposed to graduate. So, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um <clears throat> if y'all listening to the people that kicked me out, y'all was wrong for that. But that's the only trouble I ever really got into. Um, so I have another question for you, though. So what's one thing that you wish you had during your childhood that you have now that you could take back to your childhood? That I can take back to my childhood? Yeah. I would take you, but we'd be cutting up. You know what I mean? Boy, oh, my God. We would have been in too much trouble for that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just playing. I think I would... Um, I think I would take, like my I wouldn't say artistic ability but like what's how do I say this your mindset I guess so like my mindset like because like as a kid in in high school like I was just kind of like floating you know what I mean I was one of those kids I was like all right I'm just about to do this shit and get it over with right instead of like really applying myself so I wish I could take my mindset like because like after after college I I got into photography I was in this space where, like, I was, like, I just, I was, like, a complete entrepreneur. Like, everything you heard about an entrepreneur or yeah. an activist, not activist, but, you know, I was, I was in that mindset. And right. I wish I could take that back to, because I used to draw, like, crazy. Like, I don't, I don't got a little crusty now, but, <laughs> you know, I still got it, but I'm a little crusty. <laughs> but, like, I wish I would have, you know, did more with my artistic ability. I felt no that. Cap. I felt that. Um, I would say for myself, the one thing that I wish that I could take back would be my self-esteem and my confidence. Dude, me too. Like, I was so self-conscious as a child. Like, everything. Like, I never felt like I was enough. I never felt like I was pretty. I never felt like I looked good. Like, Mm. I never felt like 
I was just good at anything. I was just, you know what I mean? Mm. I was just. That's deep. Yeah, I didn't feel good about myself whatsoever. Like, I didn't have the, I don't know, I guess the strength to build myself up the way I have now. I feel like. I didn't know how to. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea how to talk to myself or any of those things. I I had no self-confidence. So, a lot of the things that I went through as a child was due to lack of self-confidence and self-esteem. Um. I, I allowed myself to be in so many situations that I, if I would have had respect and self-esteem for myself, I would have never been in those situations. So yeah. I would say that's one of the things that I would definitely okay. um, take back. I changed my answer. Uh, Alex, take me back to 06 for 200, please. <laughs> I'm taking oh my back my self-esteem. Dude, I was so shy. And like, I was like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I wasn't confident in my sexuality. Like, yeah. I didn't, nobody ever talked to me about it or anything like that, so. So, we didn't I have wish. as many, like, uh, people that were gay yeah. in our lives I mean, as we do now. I did, but nobody ever, like, talked to me about, like, you know, yeah. like, confidence and, and sexuality and stuff. So, I wish that I could take that back for real yeah. and just, like, be more free as a as a young adult. Right. Nobody ever told me to speak kindly to myself. Right. I feel like nobody like nobody spoke kindly to me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that I was supposed to speak kindly to myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody that spoke to me spoke to me in a negative way or spoke down to me or spoke badly about me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's how I spoke to myself. And so I feel like now being able to instill that into the children, like to speak kindly to themselves cuz we tell them that all the time is great. Yeah. But I do want to go ahead and end it here. And speaking of self-confidence, self-esteem, that's going to be our topic for next week. Mm. Can't wait to have this conversation mm. and, you know, tell you guys our journey um, from having zero self-confidence to having all the self-confidence in the world now. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. We love y'all and happy new year, y'all. Get hey, ready for 2022. Whatever you do in life, make, make it nasty. nasty.